Welcome to Listening Space. Join Cornelia and her guests and learn how to improve your life and relationships. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Listening Space podcast. I am Cornelia and your host, and I'm here to help with life and mindset hacks to help you live and love your life to the fullest. I talk about mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being on this podcast. I love sharing practical tips and mindset hacks, and I also love to provide you with some food for thought, and sometimes I am even joined by some special guests. This is a solo episode again, in which I share one of my recent adventures that includes diving with a wild dolphin and some thoughts around breath work and mindfulness. Did you know that there is four solitary dolphins living around Ireland? Reported once. And over 200 reported solitary dolphins around the world altogether. I know it's a random fact. I want to start off this episode by introducing one of Ireland's wild but friendly dolphins who interacts regularly with humans. And don't worry, (laughs) this is not an episode about marine wildlife, but it is part of what I would like to share with you today. Around Ireland's coasts, you can sometimes find solitary dolphins who are wild, but appear to be quite friendly and inquisitive. So they interact with humans in a friendly manner and don't seem to mind the attention they get. So there is four of them living around Ireland. Maybe it is only three now, actually, because we lost the most famous one last year. Fungi, who lived in the Dingle Bay. So Fungi sadly perished last year after staying around Dingle for nearly 32 years. Another famous dolphin who is still alive is called Dusty and she lives a bit further up the coast. She is also a wild bottlenose dolphin, just like Fungi, and has been around for more than 20 years. So Dusty is frequently engaging with humans, although she had negative experiences with them in the past. And I mean, she's very curious and likes to come close and have a good look at you and play if you happen to have a toy for her. But not every human is actually as kind to her as some of us, right? So she's very curious, wants to play and interact. But in the past... Young locals, especially young men, have tried to sit on her, grab her, and try to pour down vodka into her blowhole. (sighs) Don't get me started on it. (laughs) For a while, this resulted in some negative headlines across Ireland because Dusty tried to free herself from the grip of the guys or the people, obviously. And... She also gave warning signs to people and that would be in the form of slapping her tail around. So she was considered as aggressive, right? Because she was slapping around the place with her tail. She also injured some swimmers. That was 
after that group of people kind of harassed her. Um, if provoked or not provoked, we don't know, right? But officially, it has been advised to not interact with her again. I don't believe that Dusty is evil or dangerous or mean-spirited or anything like that. She is protecting herself from the potential danger of us humans and she's right to do so. In case you have never seen a bottlenose dolphin in the flesh before, she is approximately two to three meters long and she probably weighs around 150 to 200 kg. So she's a big animal who can easily throw herself around in the water, especially when it comes to her warnings. And she can easily burst to speeds up to 30 kilometers an hour. So when an animal of that size gives you a warning or tries to break free, you might get hurt in the process. I mean, of course. So it has been advised to not swim with Dusty and keep your distance. Wildlife is wildlife and it needs to be respected as such. You might wonder now why I am talking about Dusty. <laughs> if you have listened to my previous episodes, especially the one from my road trip to Norway, which is called Shifting Perspective, when life redirects you at story time, then you might know that my perspective shifted a little, <laughs> not a little, but a lot after the big accident. One of the things that I started prioritizing again in 2018 was one of my lifelong passions, being in the water and diving. I love being under the water and I started to free dive again and do it more often since then. I got back into it, started to get a proper mask, snorkel, fins and more wetsuit bits and pieces since the water in Ireland can get cold during the winter and also sometimes during the summer. So you need a wetsuit in Irish waters most of the time. It depends on your tolerance of cold water to be honest. A friend of mine showed me some diving tips back then to help me dive down a bit deeper and eventually I also completed a basic freediving course to learn more about the breathing techniques and safety aspects of freediving. When you're freediving you are holding your breath underwater. There is no oxygen tanks or heavy equipment involved. All you need is a relaxed mind a long breath and some gear depending on how warm or cold the water is. I remember that I always used to dive in pools as a child or wherever I got the chance to dive basically. I was always under the water. My mom told me <laughs> they always freaked out when we went to pools or lakes because I spent most of the time under the surface in the water and just diving and they obviously were worried about me drowning especially when they didn't see me much of the time because I was <laughs> under the surface all the time and I remember that I always dove down to the ground to explore and see some cool things in the pool it was often lost earrings or other items that people might lose so I kept going down to find the next treasure and reunited with its owner. 
it was fun. <laughs> when I started going diving again more often, it was the wildlife and the underwater beauty for me that kept me fascinated. I also love the sensation of being underwater. I consider my brain as very active and it took me many years to get into mindfulness and practice meditation. It just took a while until it got easier for me to, to practice mindfulness and meditation, right? Especially when I used to be stressed or overthink a lot. Yeah, I did that a lot. <laughs> when I put my head under the water though and dove down and just went for a dive, it kind of changed, right? It feels like being fully present in the moment when I'm under the water. When I dive into wild waters, it pulls me into the present moment even more so because I need to use all of my senses to evaluate the environment constantly. There are factors to consider when you go underwater and although we have no dangerous apex predators around in Irish waters, the survival instincts, they still put me into an alert state, right? So it feels like being very alert and quiet and calm. And there is a lot to see. <laughs> All senses are being stimulated, right? It's a full body experience. My mind goes completely quiet and it's like someone turns off a switch or something and my thoughts just stop. Additionally, it is also very helpful to practice being relaxed and calm in the water because it helps to hold your breath longer. So it kind of ties into my mindfulness a little bit. Besides this calming experience, which helped me a lot with anxiety and overthinking in the past, it also helped me to be more present and just mindful. Funnily enough, I never made that connection back then. Once again, I'm connecting the dots in hindsight. <laughs> Something else I noticed was that freediving also creates a similar sensation for me when it comes to holding my breath and doing some breath work. I wouldn't consider freediving as breath work, right? But you use certain breathing techniques to be able to hold your breath longer. And that feels similar compared to breath work. If you may Remember, I had Ronan from Breathwave Ireland on here a while ago and we spoke about the importance of breathwork and how it can help the body, mind and also the spirit and on an emotional level. And although the breathing techniques for freediving are different and have a different purpose compared to breathwork, I noticed some similar sensations, right? within my body and also for my mind whenever I breathe consciously. I see a link here between free diving and going diving and holding your breath and breath work. If you're interested to learn more about breath work, check out the previous episode with Ronan. There is a lot of benefits to breath work I never thought that your own breath can create those amazing experiences within you and your body. 
And yeah, in the previously recorded episode with Ronan, I mentioned my experience, which was in regards of releasing some stock emotions and I wasn't even aware of it until I did one of the breath wave meditations, right? So I wasn't aware of that stock emotion in combination with the injury I had. And during the meditation and afterwards as well, I had some realizations and realized a couple of things. So much so that my physical pain actually stopped completely then for the injury I had at the time. So I found that very, very profound and powerful. I made many more very interesting experiences with breathwork this year. It helped me a lot along my healing journey and I really highly recommend checking out Breathwave Ireland or just Breathwave or Breathwork in general if this resonates with you at all. There's also a lot of research-based facts and benefits around it. If you would like me to talk more about this or invite Ronan back in here <laughs> to this podcast, then let me know. So this hobby of mine, right, which brought me a lot of bliss, did not only help me along with my self-development and he healing journey, it also excited me to explore more and observe the underwater world and all the wildlife and there is just so much to discover and as we know very little of the oceans have been actually explored to date today. I don't dive deeper than about 10 meters at the moment. I stay along reefs and explore a lot along the Irish coasts and I have been also diving in warmer waters before, for example, in Hawaii and also in Spain. And the wildlife is just amazing. And if you are a nature and outdoorsy kind of person and you love the water and being in the water, yeah, it's just it's just perfect to go for snorkeling and free diving and do all that kind of stuff. And it's quite some experience as well to see maybe sharks or turtles or all sorts of different kind of fishes in the water or whatever else lives in the water. <laughs> and this is also a great way to practice staying calm. <laughs> I mean, if you manage to stay calm being in the water with sharks or something that really excites you, you most likely won't get as stressed in real life anymore <laughs> or at least handle it better you know so it really really does a lot when you practice staying calm and focus on your mind to stay calm and relaxed even if your body maybe tells you no oh my god this is exciting or maybe that's dangerous and so on right there's so much to it and it really helps with stress management so speaking for myself Freediving has many benefits for me. And this brings me to an important note here, actually. So whatever you might enjoy doing, whatever hobby or passion you have that makes your heart sing, keep doing it. Try make some dedicated time for it in your life. Depending on your lifestyle and circumstances, it might be more or less frequent, but it is so important to include some bliss in your life and do what you truly love doing. We might not be able to do it all the time, 
but make sure you can dedicate time for it. If you can think of something straight away that you love doing, great. (laughs) I love that for you. (laughs) And if you still wonder what it is for you and what could make your heart sing and you you just don't know it yet, try out a few different things. Explore. Try different activities and see what you discover. Now, let's go back to freediving for a minute. This year, I injured myself, which meant I couldn't properly use my left ankle and lower left leg. The injury happened in March and six months later, it is still healing. Still healing. Uh, Yeah, patience is not a big one for me. (laughs) I couldn't wear my fins because of that, so I snorkeled and dove very little up until August this year. You can probably imagine now how happy I was when I was able to put back on my fins. And in August, my friend Anne and myself connected again after many months. She also loves freediving and simply discovering and observing the underwater world. At the time, I didn't know too many people going freediving around Cork, so we were very grateful to have reconnected and go diving together. And by the way, you should never really go out in open wild waters alone. It's not worth it. There is dangers to freediving, such as blacking out, which can lead to drowning. So a safety dive body is always advised. My friend and I were lucky because the weather and water conditions were really good in August up until now. So we went diving every single weekend. We went to different places and depending on the tide, we went out for different times too. We got a lot of time in the water and due its currently mild temperature, we managed to stay in for over an hour at a time. We started to wonder eventually where other freedivers in Ireland are. Like we couldn't be the only ones who love it so much. So we came up with the idea to create a Facebook online group and an Instagram page. And by the way, the Instagram page, which is more active, is called cork underslash free underslash diving. So if you just search for cork free diving, you can see free diving related content, underwater pictures um, and yeah, stuff like that, basically. So after we talked about it and created a page to create space for more like-minded people, it didn't take too long and I got actually in touch with many lovely people and got to meet a few, one couple in particular. My friend and I decided then to switch up locations and make good use of the weather. (laughs) That's a big thing in Ireland. (laughs) And instead of diving in Cork, we chose to drive further to the west, up to Clare, Ireland's west coast. Um, the west coast gets pretty rough weather most of the times, especially during the winter time. So we wasted no time <laughs> and decided to enjoy the west coast whilst we can this year. There's always time left for the places in Cork for the winter time. Unfortunately, my friend only managed to join us on Sunday. So I already 
drove up to Clare on a Friday evening in my little camper van to spend the whole weekend up in Clare and made a little trip out of it. Saturday early morning I met up with my new freediving friends who were also up for exploring. We checked out the Doolin Pier first to see if the water conditions were suitable there and they weren't. And knowing of another good entry point, thanks to another friend, we tried the suggested spot. We also brought our stand-up paddle boards. So if you follow me on social media, you might have noticed already that I like to spend some time on my paddle board as well. <laughs> I actually always paddle out on the board with my diving gear on the board. Well, only when I'm out in the sea, because you never know what might pops up, you know, so I want to be ready to jump in and explore from the water. <laughs> I love to sometimes just park the board on some rocks too, if possible, and jump into the water then and just explore on the spot. And since I don't have a boat, this is a very good way of getting out a little bit and explore along the coast. I used to do that a lot on my own. But with friends, it's even better and, of course, safer. We got our paddle boards ready, brought our diving gear and made our way into the water. Initially, we wanted to just paddle around and f just have a look and explore the coast and just paddle. But then our plans changed. We were the only ones on that little beach, except for two girls, followed by their mom. I noticed that one of them had some bottles hanging around her neck, which I found odd. <laughs> the bottles were connected by a string, so on the top of the, the bottles. And they it's, it looked like they had some sand and gravel in them, in the bottle, like halfway filled up. And I found it odd, and I was wondering if they came for the same reason as we came for. Dusty, the dolphin, <laughs> was known to show up in this area. Of course, it is very unpredictable to say when you are going to see wildlife, or in this case, a wild dolphin in the water, right? And that is the beauty of diving too. You might have some expectations, but in the end, you got to learn to not have too many expectations. Of course, it would be amazing to see something cool in the water, but what if your expectations are high and nothing shows up, right? You feel disappointed. It's helpful to learn this rather sooner than later in life, <laughs> no matter what you are doing. Like, are your expectations realistic? Do they make sense? <laughs> How about ditching them all together and just surrender to the experience? <laughs> Try the very best you can. And wouldn't it be more enjoyable than feeling frustrated? So basically, that's how I approach my dives and also my life lately. <laughs> With age, <laughs> I'm getting better at it, but it takes practice. I tell you, it has a lot of benefits and makes life way better, right? So ditch expectations, especially towards other living beings, <laughs> including humans, and just do your best and 
try to stay present. But anyway, back to the paddle boards. After getting ready, we made our way to the beach and entered the water. We were so excited. The weather was good. The water clarity and visibility was good. And although the tide was low at the time, it was still good to get in and launch. And then we saw her. <laughs> Within a few minutes, like less than five minutes, a fin popped up right beside us. We couldn't believe it. Dusty was actually here. Oh my God. We were so excited. Like imagine being on a paddleboard and you just paddle and have a look and admire the water and everything that you see. And suddenly that big dark gray shadow comes closer and closer towards your board. And then a little nose pops up and you see the head turning, you see something turning. And then the shadow kind of gets brighter. It turns kind of warm whitish because the side and the underneath kind of area of the dolphin is white, right? So, and you see, you see the head popping up towards you, kind of going sideways. And it looks less scary because now she kind of looks more whitish and maybe you even see that little eye such a cute little eye just looking at you through the, the the water so she's still underneath but the clarity is so nice and the visibility is so clear and you just see everything so you just see how she comes up and turns and then she actually pops up her nose <laughs> i mean i know some people might find that scary but how can it be scary so <laughs> Anyway, it was the coolest thing ever and we couldn't believe it because it happened so fast, like within minutes. We were really, really lucky. And whilst I tried to contain my excitement and tried to stay calm, we started to tie our boards together because we were obviously going in now and having a look to see what happens. And yeah, I got my mask and fins on as soon as I could. We evaluated the situation and decided it is safe enough. And I had a look first. So I went into the water first and I waited before I actually got in. So she was around the paddle boards and then she would swim off and then come back, swim off. So when she went away again, I got in. I didn't want to be too close too soon, especially whilst I couldn't really see her. And it turned out that Dusty, the dolphin, had very little interest in me anyway. <laughs> but she found the paddle boards really interesting. So she kept checking out the fins on, like from, as in the fins of the paddle board. So when I was in the water, I kind of swam away a little bit from the paddleboard so I can get a good overview and I just saw her checking out the paddleboard and when the guys put their feet into the water while sitting on the board still she seemed very curious about that too so seeing how big a wild dolphin actually is <laughs> I was actually delighted that she didn't take too much notice of me and let me just observe her from a distance 
So whilst Dusty kept checking out the paddle boards and the feet of my friends, we noticed um, the two girls getting excited at the cliffs. They walked along them, so they walked along the shore when we passed them and then they walked along the cliffs and Dusty actually swam over to them and eventually came back in our direction. And there it was, those two plastic bottles that I saw around the girl's neck earlier. I saw them in the water. So they were suddenly in the water, right? I couldn't believe my eyes first because I thought first it was just a loose plastic bottle, right? So plastic waste basically. And oh my god, I was furious straight away to see Dusty play around with plastic waste. <laughs> so I came closer to have a look and to clean it up and get rid of the bottles. I'm quite passionate about keeping our environment plastic free. Um, but then I realized the two bottles, they were connected by a string. So it's the same bottles that I saw on one of the girl's neck earlier. So I realized this is for Dusty. That's for her. I watched Dusty play and I think I've never been so fascinated by a dolphin before. Like, she was like a dog playing with her toy. Like, can you believe that? <laughs> a wild dolphin playing with a toy. It was amazing and weird. <laughs> and I managed to actually capture a little bit of it um, on my GoPro. Um, I will upload the video on my Instagram page and also a few pictures. So have a look there if you always wondered how a dolphin with a toy looks like. <laughs> um, that's on my listening space Instagram page. I gonna link this, right? So whilst Dusty played around with the bottles and me watching her, my friends paddled over to the girls to bring them onto our boards and into the water, basically. The girls are locals and told us many stories about them swimming and playing with Dusty throughout the summer. They made this toy for her since they know how playful she is and they told us just many stories from over the summer and Dusty and everything that there was to her. So that was really cool that we ran into them and they were really open-minded and not shy at all which was really cool and we all like all of us we ended up staying in the water for about two hours and Dusty was always with us. She seemed really happy with the toy and often would bring it to us just so we move it or throw it away a little. And sometimes she just went off with it and brought it somewhere else. And when she noticed that we tried to get it so it wouldn't drift off and actually become plastic waste or, you know, um, then she tried to get it back again. So. She tried to get it faster and move them somewhere else. <laughs> so I think she was actually playing with us, you know, <laughs> it was funny. After two hours of playing around in the water, we started to get cold eventually. Um, the water is only like 14 to 16 degrees Celsius, Celsius degrees um, warm, which is actually warm considering the Irish West Coast and the ocean temperature normally. 
um, when we went back onto the paddleboard, including the bottles, Dusty would follow us along and she only followed my paddleboard because the girl who was with me on the board that we brought the girls back in actually. So that's why they were with us and we made sure that they arrived safe back on the beach and could go to their mom. So we kind of minded them. Um, so yeah, so one of those girls, she had um, the water bottle, the two bottles with her. So we, they took them away basically again. So they won't get lost and become plastic waste basically. And Dusty knew or she saw the bottles obviously on the board and she knew that they were with us. So she kept following my paddleboard for ages. And obviously she couldn't swim too far in because the water was too shallow. But she followed us as long as she could, which was pretty cool to see. Really, really a smart dolphin, right? Yeah. Whilst Dusty stayed around, um, I actually didn't really dive down too much. As in, did an actual dive down to the ground or to the you know bottom. <laughs> I kept my eyes on her most of the time and only on her. I knew about her history and people getting injured and I didn't want to provoke her in any way. Like, I don't know how a dolphin reacts if I start to dive down, you know. Um, maybe she just um, ignores me or maybe she has a look or maybe that provokes her. I don't know. After all, she's a wild animal and I'm in her environment, if not in her home. As exciting as it sounds to swim or snorkel with a dolphin, especially a wild one, caution is always advised <laughs> so don't just try to do the same right especially if you have no clue about the water or the environments the conditions marine wildlife that's actually something that i'm passionate about in general i just love old sorts of wildlife in the water especially the sharks so there's i don't know how many books and documentaries and things i watched and read and did to kind of learn more about them so that's a bit of a background here um, as well so I personally wouldn't really go in completely blind into such an environment or when I know there's an animal in that environment that I have no clue about right so I just wanted to mention that as well it's it sounds really like fun and all that kind of stuff but in the end you have to be mindful of those things the best part was that we were you know, excited about the possibility of meeting Dusty, but the expectations actually weren't high. It, it, it felt too good to be true, to be honest, and none of us ever saw a wild dolphin before, so we just didn't think we would actually see her. And the chances are really 50-50 to see a wild dolphin. Um, when my friend, who was missing on Saturday, um, when she joined us on next morning on Sunday, we, the two of us, went out again, to, uh, in the same spot but unfortunately we only saw Dusty popping up from afar so she was far out and we didn't go out on our paddle boards so I think Dusty either had enough of from the day before or simply didn't you know find us interesting enough maybe she didn't hear us didn't know that we were in the water who knows so the next day we went in again nothing right so 50-50 and that's why it is important to, you know, manage your expectations. And I'm not just talking about wildlife and freediving. So I think I mentioned that before. It's more about life in general, you know. Just be aware of your expectations and what sort of expectations you have towards yourself, your friends, 
work, people, life, whatever it is, okay? We still had a lovely dive on Sunday anyway, exploring some wonderful reefs and kelp and seeing dogfish, which is actually a small shark, and we saw starfishes and crabs and so many different fishes. And I do remember that the day before when Dusty was around, I saw no fish at all. You know, there was, I mean, I didn't explore as much, but there was also barely any fishes. There was loads of jellyfishes, like a lot of jellyfish. It was safe enough to, you know, it was all safe. So don't worry when I say jellyfish. Um, but on Sunday, there was a lot of fish. So I assume that's because the because Dusty was gone. She might eat them. I don't know. So it was still a very pleasant experience, although Dusty wasn't around. And once again, has to do with your expectations and how you manage them. So what's the moral of this story, right? <laughs> Find something that makes your heart sing and that really makes you happy and that you're passionate about and that you're dedicated to and find some time for it in your life. Make the time. I know circumstances and situations can be very different for everybody, even if it's just a few minutes a day. Maybe it's something small, maybe it's not like a hobby like freediving that involves a bit more preparation and all that kind of stuff. But whatever it is, if it's a little thing that brings you joy and makes your heart sing, like reading a book or maybe meditate or singing, who knows what it is, make that time. You owe it to yourself. Take that time and implement it into your life. It will help in many ways. Next one is ditch your expectations and see what happens. I think that's an important one. Be aware of the expectations that you have towards life, towards yourself, towards your loved ones, friends, partners, and so on. Manage your expectations. Make sure you don't set yourself up for failure or frustration. Now I'm saying failure, in the end it's not failure, it's always a learning lesson and a win-win situation because it either works out or you learn from it and it works out the next time, right? I hope you know what I mean. And the third moral of the story here, or the third point that I want to mention as well is <laughs> look into breath work <laughs> if you haven't already. Um, I mentioned it earlier. And the sensations and the link that I see between freediving and breath work and the sensation it creates and how it helps, I really, really recommend looking into breath work because everybody can do it. Because if you're listening to this, you are breathing, which means you have a breath, <laughs> so you can do it, right? It has so many benefits. And if you're not sure about it, look it up, have a look into it. It's, it's amazing. Like, look into it, okay? Um, that's my suggestion. You don't have to, of course. So three points. And I wonder, how did you find that little story? <laughs> what did you take away from this today? As always, I love to hear from you. And thank you so much to everybody who reached out to me to share their thoughts and feedback. I really, really, really love and appreciate it. It really means a lot. Feel free to share this episode with a friend as well or tag me in case you share it on your socials. And any questions, reach out to me through my homepage or on my social media channels. I'm linking them in the episode description below. And if you feel super generous with your time, 
leave an honest review on the Apple Podcast app. Simple as that. So yeah, thank you very much and take good care of yourself. Make sure you do something that makes your heart sing. And I talk to you the next time. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening today. Make sure to check out listeningspaceonline.com and our social media to find more information about Cornelia and her guests. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast if you enjoyed it. Until next time.